What's going on, everybody? Daryl Frater, the club CEO here, and we have another amazing episode of the My DJ Story podcast brought to you by the club, the number one community for DJs and partygoers. Today, we have my sister, DJ Samore, here with us on the podcast. Can you please introduce yourself to the people who you are and where you're from? Very nice, DJ Samore. I was, I'm going to say, you know, say so we was born in the A, then we moved to South Florida, became a DJ down there, you know, saying so got into the game, and now we back to the A. So, you know what I'm saying? It's like a Georgia, Florida type of thing, you know what I'm saying? Southern type of thing. Wonderful, wonderful. Super excited to have you on the show. Like I said, this is the My DJ Story podcast. So we want to hear your story in the DJ industry. So talk to us a little bit about the beginning days. What sparked your interest to become a DJ? And tell us a little bit about how you got started. Well, let's see. We always loved music. That was my thing. It wasn't until when I got to Expression, when I got to college, they had a college radio station on campus but when i first got on I, I couldn't they wouldn't let me in so i had to go through to like other channels i had to go through the program board entertainment so they had a record label on campus that we aligned with the commercial music program so i went through there and in the radio station they was doing no management looking for new people so i just you know say i got in through there and i was the only urban type format show for a minute and so people listen to the show and they don't want to join the, the radio station because they heard my show because it was different it was only a different show going on so from there you know we graduated but then alumni could keep their show so i kept my show going on looked up to like uh steve harvey uh tom joiner the breakfast club so i built the show um basically you know saying like a younger version of that or whatever, and then um, actual DJing, DJing outside the radio station. I wanted to see the reactions that people, you know, um, you know, were they feeling the music that the new music that I'll be playing on the show? Like, you know, what was the real um, feedback? So that's why I really started DJing outside. And you know, yeah, rest is history. Awesome. No, I love it, man. This is amazing where, you know, you had that experience in college where you were on the radio, you built your own show, you're able to learn Mm -hmm. the ins and outs of DJing from the radio perspective. Mm -hmm. And you were curious about, you know, what's going on in person and at these live Mm -hmm. events. Um, So I assume you went to clubs, parties and everything like that. Um, Yeah, I I first I first started I first started on campus, though. It was on campus because I didn't have my own equipment. So I used to borrow the station equipment. And then when I graduated, I felt kind of uh you know like why i gotta um like i still gotta use that equipment let me just my boy put me on to the controller so then i got on that because we had cdjs we had vinyls and cdjs so he put me on to that because i couldn't afford like to get everything at the time you know you had to get the mixers rattle box both decks and whatever so i got the controller and then, you know what I'm saying, it was rocking ever since then. I got a chance to work on the radio, the commercial radio station in Palm Beach, that cluster, for like four and a half, five years. Got cut. And then um, went to Miami just literally because I was working there. Everybody knew me. So I ended up working with Jill Tracy down there. That got me in at Hot 105.99 Jams. And so it was like, you take the job there or you just come back to the A. 
And it's like, everybody told me not to take a job in Miami. It was like, you need to go to the A, that's where your heart is. I was like, but don't nobody just walk into a commercial radio job like that. Like, you usually have to enter, it's a process. So I was like, if commercial radio is meant to be, I will, it would find its way back. So, you know, being in these streets in Atlanta. But I know everybody in radio, but you know what I'm saying? I just, I just been just working it. You know, trying to get on my uh, female um, DJ Khaled, DJ Clue, t- show DJ, tour DJ type of thing, you know. Yeah, A&R, yeah. I love it. This is amazing. And I think that you're doing something very special with your brand and the way you go about your business as a DJ. You know, you're representing for the female DJs, representing for the minority DJs, and you're really going hard with everything you're doing. I would love for you to talk a little bit about your brand. How'd you get the name DJ Samore? And what does that name and brand mean to you? Okay, so DJ Samore is my name. Samore is my name. And this is how it really came about. So when I had to do my radio show, I wanted a name that was different, but not corny. So I, 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 you know, I was like, how can I pick up a name? So I was like, all right, we just gonna go with DJ Samore because the only Samore that I knew was the comedian. So I was like, all right, well, she spelled her name different. I like her, you know what I'm saying? We did this some more, you know what I'm saying? So DJ Smart, I was like, once I get into it and find my way, I'll try to change my name to um, DJ So Urban. Because Urban is an acronym for me for your realest Black American Network. That was the name of my uh, my um, radio show, Urban Entertainment. And so, um, yeah. So yeah, it was yeah. I was like DJ Samore. So then I tried to change it, and then I got part of different coalitions get working in the business. I tried. They was like DJ So Urban. Who DJ Samore? Oh yeah, I know DJ Samore. So it was too late. Go back. So I was like, hey, I rock with it. So I just learned to live with it. But everybody like it. I like it. I think it's dope. Yeah. And yeah, I didn't know that was your first name. I think that it's mm-hmm. a name that kind of has its own pizzazz to it. Um, mm-hmm. And it's like standalone as a DJ name is also happened to be your first name. So shout out to your parents for giving you your first a dope for first name. Uh, mm-hmm. I would love, you know, to talk about, you know, some of the things that you do as DJ Samore that really makes you stand out as a brand. You know, people said, I know DJ Samore. So it's like you have created a persona for who you are as a DJ. You know, what are some mm-hmm. things that you do to stand out? We like to use this podcast to help other DJs in their journey. So what are some things that you've learned about the way you operate as a DJ that can help other people build their brand? Uh, just network, network. You know what I'm saying? Talk to everybody, willing to work with everybody, collaborate with everybody. It's all about collaboration over competition. You know what I'm saying? When one make it, we all make it. You know what I'm saying? Not everybody think about that though. But, you know what I'm saying? It's all a team. Because if your team make it work, your team is working, you help your one person go up on the team. When they go up, they're going to bring the next person up. So when they slide down, that person's on the way up. And, you know what I'm saying? You're bringing the team up. So no one is never starting back down below. They just keep everybody up to the top. So, you know, just really believe in that competition, that co- collaboration over competition. I love mm-hmm. it. And I think the network. that... It's, it's super important because when you have people surrounding you and you all are moving up together, like you said, bringing one another up, that's how the whole team and crew elevate together. As opposed to competition, you all will stay below. And that's something that needs to change in the DJ industry and the culture of DJing where collaboration needs to be put forward. And we have to use the word community. We have to build yes. community where we're all rising together because there's so much opportunity in the industry. But if we're fighting for the little scraps, we can't eat 
the big plate that's out there for us. So I really believe in what you're saying and I'm an advocate. I love building community. I can see that you love building it too. Talk to me a little bit about your team and who you put around you to aid in your success. Hmm. Well, luckily I've been blessed to work with a lot of different people that um, help me, you know, with different things I struggle with, like the, the, um, cause at one point in time at the beginning, I was always focused on working, just making it, the talent's going to shine through beyond everything. But there, I was like, you know what I'm saying? Appearance, I was like, but everybody would still work with me because no one had to work at to like myself. So they was like, well, she work hard. We're going to still work with her because she got turning persistence. But then the appearance, you got to get together. So when I came back here to the A, it was like, damn, okay, I got to get together. If I want to elevate, you know, I got to have people around and make me better. So, yeah, it's a lot of people to name. And I've been up all night in the after hours. And did you have yeah. anyone that were like a mentor or someone you looked up to that kind of showed you the ropes? Yeah. Um, I'll say right now, one of the artists I work with, it kind of helped me put me in the game a little bit. You know what I'm saying? She, um, you know, everybody know, well, know her pin work. But she got you working. Uh, I don't know if you follow me on the gram. You know what I'm saying? Mika means uh, Chanel. They had this thing called, uh, that was with Young Money. They had this thing called Girls Club. And so when I came to the A, like I was always working with, you know what I'm saying, them from on the DJ aspect uh, from my college radio show. But when I came up here, you know what I'm saying? I kind of met him face to face and then just was growing, built a relationship. They was putting me on games. Like, so you wanna roll with us? You got it. So, you know what I'm saying? I just was, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Trying to, you know what I'm saying? Rise to the occasion, working, working. It's been a process, but you know, shout out to the Girls Club. You know what I mean? Love it, love it. Definitely represent yeah. the Girls Club. That's super amazing. So we're going to do a quick commercial break, but when we come back, we're going to hear a little bit about your time in Atlanta and a time in at Miami and hear about the differences, okay? Okay. South Florida. We're going to say South Florida. And we're back. We're super excited. We have my sister here, DJ Samore, on the My DJ Story podcast, and we really are having a good time hearing her story in the DJ game. So what I want to talk about is a little bit about the difference between your experience being in Atlanta and in South Florida. We know that those are two hot areas for DJs. So talk to me about being in those two areas and kind of the differences and kind of the benefits of being in those areas and how DJs should, you know, try to get experience in these places or at least build their network in these two areas. Just talk to me about your experiences in those two major DJ cities. Okay, well, I got to say my story different. It's different because in Florida, when it came to DJing, I felt like South Florida was like a training day because I ran a lot of OG DJs. Like I got one, Reggie D. He um, came up under um, Great Street. You know what I'm saying? But I met Reggie, like when Great Street was in Texas, he used to board off a Steve Harvey show. He was a real turntablist. Like I'm talking about company competition DJ he won 24 carry turntables and so like when I came over to the commercial side of DJing he was one of the ones who was like yo listen 
Don't worry about talking. Get them, get that mix right. Get this the transition. You know what I'm saying? Smooth. You know what I'm saying? Learn how to play everything. There was another OG DJ. Um, beware. He did a lot of work with um Uncle Luke. You know what I'm saying? A two live crew. He uh, used to um like old old school cat. Old school cat put me onto the old school music. And um, so I would just take the old school way, put my own flavor on it, and then just put it all together. So I feel like South Florida was my training ground. Like, it was my, like, get the game, like, the basics. You know what I'm saying? Then when I came to the A, I took tools I learned down there and applied it up here. And I, I did, I grew 10 years in Florida. Then up here, I only been up here, like, four and a half, five years back. So, and I been going up, you know what I'm saying? So I use down there as a more like, you know, uh, training day. And up here, it's like actually taking the notes and putting the action up here pretty much. I love, I love that approach because you get to really practice and hone your skills in one area. Mm-hmm. And then you get to go to the other area and really kill it and do an mm-hmm. amazing job and build that brand that you talked about. So and then like, I, and, and I'm sorry. And, and then, uh, then, you know, so that was South Florida train day up here okay so we got the basics we came across like djs like jelly dj jelly uh dj peanut that's like great mixers but they also do the show dj thing another one that i seen them on the versus a1 you know so they had that that tour uh dj artist connection thing that's what i'm trying to go to so i i would sit talk with them and then we'll be like the artists that I work with, you know what I'm saying? Like I had went on, I went, did a couple of sound shows when one artist, it was on tour with, and A1 was um, DJing for Sammy. And uh, he gave me some game and tips like that. So we had some interests up here, got a game from. And so we just took me moving up. Yep. So training day and then actually, you know, being in the field up here, you know. Yeah, no, that's super great advice. So definitely people, DJs out there, anyone, find a test p- playing practice ground that you can hone your skills, build a network, and then also and ha- have that main l- space that's hot in regards to the industry that you're in. Um, for her, she's found it in Miami as a training ground and ATL for her place that she's really actively building her DJ brand. I think it's a super great strategy um, to be able to leverage both those two hot network areas for DJs. Uh, so I, I love that approach. And uh, it's super fun to get that experience because both of those, mm-hmm. uh, there's a lot to do, a lot of cool people that you meet. Um, and it's just super amazing that you were able to experience both of those. You know, I, I would love to hear, you know, what are some of the things that you've learned throughout your journey as a DJ? Some of the things in particular that you know now that you wish you knew when you're first getting started? Not be hard right here and just like, listen, just go ahead and, but I already wasn't ready though. You know what I'm saying? Cause I didn't really focus on like the whole business of the brand. Like I wasn't, I was really, I'm like, I'm really more on the love of the music and getting out there to the people. But not everybody is on that. You know what I'm saying? Some people they they DJ for the money, they DJ for the fame, they DJ to be known, you know what I'm saying? But I really love music and I like. Like, cause like I could be tired as heck, but if I'm, if I gotta go DJ, you know what I'm saying? Like if I have to, like getting paid, I would, it's just, 
that the 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 real world will cut off and then I just go into the whole world and just turn up for the people. Then when it's over, pack up in the car. It's just like it's just like I it's just it's like a playing ground. So I just I just love music. You know what I'm saying? I just really do it for the culture of the music. And I say music, not just hip hop, not just R and B, not just urban type music, but like anything. Only thing is EDM. I just, that's not a, like, I tried it. Like, I'll mix some of the stuff that can mix in with the hip-hop, but there's just one genre that I just can't get. But I just love music. That's it. Yeah, that's super important, you know, to be able to view your DJing from both the love of music side, but also from mm-hmm. the business side of it, because that's, that's how cool. you're going to make more money. That's how you're going to be able to get more bookings, mm-hmm. more opportunities and kind of being able to balance it because you can't be one too much of one side and lacking of mm-hmm. the other. You have to have yeah. both. You have to have that genuine love in the, for the craft. But then also mm-hmm. you have to understand how to build a business around it. So I think that's super important. And for DJs that are yeah. out there, you know, think about this as early as possible. How can you use your passion and your love for it and learn the business skills it takes to build a DJ brand? So that way, mm-hmm. you, when you're going about your business, you can do it in a great way that you love and you're making good money. And that's when it's really beautiful and really yeah. powerful because who does not love making money from the things that they love to do? That is. That's, and like, I will be, I will got, I got money doing it, but I wasn't focused on like, you know, some people like, I got to get the best equipment. I got to get all this equipment. You know what I'm saying? We got to have a look. We got to have a t-shirts we had stickers got i didn't know that i was like i started this thing called pull up and turn up just because i wanted to practice outside at the park and so like i would go just dj and they say you know it turns into like a little party but then it was time for me to go like one time i was practicing at the park and i had to just in between before i had to go to work at the radio station so after i was done I'm packing up and people was like, yo, where DJ, where you going? I'm like, I gotta go. You know what I'm saying? But if you want me to stay, you know what I'm saying? Tip the DJ. Tip the DJ. You know what I'm saying? But I just and it just turns into a party. So I just I was like, all right, I'm gonna take the pull up and turn up and just start branding it and try to, you know what I'm saying, make it make sense and make money and stuff like that. So that's that's I'm trying to be on that more though this year. 2021 because uh it's yeah we're working definitely and i love it you know you being on this podcast it's you building your brand and building awareness for what you're doing and sharing a lot of gems and stories for people to helping them in their journey so i appreciate mm-hmm. for what you're doing for the culture and the community uh, this is a really mm-hmm. great interview you know i would love to hear you know what are your focuses now um given that we're in a different time of you know, how DJing is in the world. Uh, what's some of your focuses that you're doing now? And then how can myself and our audience help and support you? I mean, right now, I'm just trying to, t- I'm working on tapping in to like, you know, being more like a, a artist, t- tour, show type of DJ. Then I also want to do like a, like how Khaled, like put like people together before he got the Rock Nation, because, you know, when he got the Rock Nation, you know, he turned to a whole nother, your whole business. But at the beginning, when he was putting people together and making real records and stuff, I want to do something like that. That's what I want to, I put out some records, but they weren't ready. I wasn't on my business. I was telling all the artists, telling everybody, 
what you should do, how you should do with me. I was just doing it f- for fun, put it out and it started catching. And I was like, dang, okay, so I'm a, I'm ready to do it again. This time I'm going to be about my business. And it's going to, I think, because I, I was just doing it just to, as a trial to see if people was going to like it. People like it. So I'm like, we're going to do it again, but we're going to be on our business. So look out for DJ Samore, the EP we working. We got the artists. We just got to get the beats. And I'm about to come in, you know what I'm saying, to some bass. You know what I'm saying? So y'all stay tuned. Follow me at This Is DJ Samore. Any producers out there, y'all want to tap in, you know? Let's work. Love it, love it. And we got a few shout outs for you from our live stream. So we got Michael White on LinkedIn. She says, Gangsta, I love her whole vibe. We got Adam says, Good morning from the Yeah area. We got Jeffrey says, Good morning from the KC town. Uh, So we got people looking out for you and checking you. And uh, make sure I follow you. Yes, definitely stay in touch with my sister DJ Samore. This is a great interview. We're going to jump into the lightning round. Are you ready? Okay. All right. Describe your DJ setup, hardware and software. Oh, okay. Um, right now we're on the Serato. I got the SRT 1000. Um, simple. I got the speaker, turntables, and computer. You know, pull up and turn up. Who's your favorite DJ? Everybody would know. Like on the on the like the show, like the like the like the artist DJ type. I like his energy. You know what I'm saying? I be trying to be like him, but everybody, like, you gotta be like him. You gotta be like yourself. But um, DJ, DJ, I just like DJs that like mix well and blend and like try different things and you know. What has been your favorite party or event you've DJed at and why? Hands down, my favorite DJ party that I did was um, it was a party in Florida where I had literally played every genre. Like, the, it started as a wedding that wanted like country music and a little bit of like top 40. But of course, they extended it. So, of course, we got paid more because they, you know, they extended the party and they wanted to play everything. I'm talking Spanish, uh, rock, classic, top 40, rap, throwback. Um, like it was, yeah, you know what I'm saying. So that was like one of my favorite parties. And then another one was the Spanish party where they said they wanted throwbacks, but when I got there, they wanted Spanish music. Mind you, now this is before I really knew a little bit about Spanish. But luckily, at the time before my stuff got stolen, I had a crate for him. Killed it. Killed it. Who's the most interesting person you've met throughout your career as a DJ? Oh, he met a lot of people. A lot of people. Let's see. Most interesting person. Oh, man. I'm going to tell my DJ Khaled story. I'll tell my DJ Khaled story. So, you know, so first time I met, I, I just do like, um, interview, I do interviews as too. You know what I'm saying? So I was working for BET on the PR department and for Spring Bling. So I was doing interviews. That's how the first time I met at Cali when he was pushing Ace Hood. Then the second time when I was in Miami at 99 Jams, before he was like, I'm talking about, I was about to do the, I just tried to reworking song. I was like, right, I'm gonna ask some questions. When I got the nerd asked the questions, time was up. 
I never got a chance to ask a question. So I was like, the most interesting, he was cool, you know what I'm saying? But I didn't get a chance to have that one-on-one conversation, you know what I'm saying? But I met a lot of people, though. Dang, who? I can't, that's lot. I can't, I'm sorry. <laughs> what, what's one thing that you think is missing from live streaming for DJs? Tip the DJ. Like, a, you know what I'm saying? I mean, you have to put cash up and people send cash, but if you have like a button that just be like, tip the DJ like five, ten, or maybe put the dollar button. They just, you know, they want to do two dollars. You know what I'm saying? A tip DJ button. Tip jar. Shout out to any DJs you know personally whose stories also need to be shared on this podcast. Oh, let me see. Let me think. It's a lot of DJs. They don't kill me if they see this. And they're like, damn, I need to shout me out. Let me see. I'm going to send my boy Reggie D. Reggie D. DJ Reggie D. Y'all on Instagram, Reggie D's. Reggie D-E-E-Z. Yeah, definitely look him up. That was one of the OGs put me in the game. Like, he got a lot of stories to tell. I'm talking about from radio to DJing, DJing, and, like, producing, too. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, you know, like, the, the bigger DJs, but him, he know all the bigger DJs, too. You know what I'm saying? But he chose to go to Texas and make a name for himself in West Palm Beach, a smaller market. But she demanded, it, but he got major market experience, so it, it, you might want to... He's a good person. Another person, too... Mm, Money Q Green is another one too, but DJ Reggie D. I'll give you his Instagram and remind you. He's a good person. Awesome. Yeah. Look forward to hearing his story. And anyone mm-hmm. that looks that want to be on the show can, can sign up at djsignup.com. And where can people find you online or even in person if you're still doing events? Okay. At this is DJ Some More. You know what I'm saying? Uh on Instagram. Please follow me, everybody. The Bay Area. We're come. I'm coming to LA. For my birthday, I'm going to Vegas first, then we're going to LA. And um, so follow me. I travel. You need a DJ anywhere? I travel. Let's do it. Like I'll be in Mississippi on Sunday for the big show. Uh, shout out Jill Don. It's going to be a great little networking experience, independent artists, um, just vibes, mean our vibes. And then we all over Atlanta. So just stay in tune, tap in. At this is DJ Smart. Love it. This has been an amazing interview. We really appreciate you spending time with us. Everyone, please check out my sister, DJ Samore. She's really killing it in the game. You can see her anywhere from Atlanta to Miami to LA. She's everywhere. So please check in with her. And remember, tip the DJ. That's the brand she's rocking with. So I love it. We working. Exactly. That's my my other brand too. Uh, Y'all can definitely go to Working Merch Instagram. We got shirts. The tip the DJ, tip your DJ, tip my DJ coming. Um, what else we got going? You know, it's coming. So just working merch on Instagram. Awesome. Thank you for spending time with us today. This has been great. And we look forward to building and supporting you going forward. Got you. All right.